Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. Well, good morning, church. So good to be with you this morning, even if we are just online. But what a great um, opportunity to be able to just speak the word of God and we can gather together as a church in each of our homes this morning. So um, I just want to encourage you all today that no matter what's happening in your life and, and whatever uncertainty there is, God's still on the throne. God's doing amazing things. And um, as we gather together this morning, I just want to bring a message that God has laid on my heart for you all. So um, despite being locked down physically, we are free in the spirit and um, we can just really come about his word now. And so let's just look at the book of John, um, chapter 14, verses 27 through to 28. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. So Heavenly Father, I thank you today that we can come together online and come about your word. I pray, Father God, that as I bring the things that you have shown me to your people today, Lord, that you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer, that I can portray the pictures that you want each one to see, the application of your word for every life um, that hears your word today, Father God. I pray, Father, that you would just minister by the power of your spirit to everyone that is listening to the sound of my voice, but they would not hear my voice but your voice today, Father God. I commit this into your hands and just give you praise and thanks that you are a great and a mighty God and you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask. In Jesus' most awesome and holy name, and everyone said, Amen. What a difference a day makes. Last Sunday we gathered together, we weren't able to sing, and yet we were able to worship in such an incredible way in the service. And we had communion, and then we had the word as well. And, you know, today is a different day. The week has unfolded in a way that probably none of us ever really expected to happen. And changes um, sort of coming hour by hour. So in the times we're living in, the government's put in place changes and rules and restrictions that they've set a design for our health and our safety. Um, the way we do life is looking quite different at the moment with being locked down, you know, even shopping, going online shopping or navigating your way to go and get the family groceries or the things that you need. It's like a military operation these days with get your mask on, get sanitised, click in and... Uh, do whatever you need to do and use your QR code. Um, and so there's been a degree of spontaneity that's been lost as the weeks unfold as well. But you know what? In everything that's going on, God is still on the throne. God is still operating, working in our lives and through each of our lives. And we have a hope in him that no one can rob, no one can take away. So um, isolation and lockdown is something that, 
you know, in 2020, we never knew we were going to go into it. And yet when it happened, it was just one of those incredible life-changing times. And as we entered it again this week, there wasn't the newness of it because we're so, um, we had been um, presented with it last year, but um, there's such an uncertainty where here in South Australia we have largely been untouched in comparison to even the other states, Victoria and New South Wales particularly, but when you look at what's happening in the rest of the world, we, we really have been incredibly blessed and safe in our state. But the one thing that has come through time and again has been that there's fear and uncertainty and discomfort in the lives of people that we never thought this would happen the first time, let alone again. And also we don't know how long this is going to go on for, but God does. And in the times we're living in, we've got to look to God, the one who knows the beginning from the end and everything in between, and know that as we seek him and seek his face, we can think outside the box of the, the regular, the norm, what had been the norm up until the last few weeks, and also navigating our lives in the weeks and the months that are ahead, taking careful consideration not to allow fear or uncertainty or discouragement to enter into our world so that we can live in that perfect peace of God, the peace that passes all understanding. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So one of the things that we really are facing these days is the fear and the uncertainty. You know, um, how am I going to provide for my family? How am I going to do the things I need to do? How am I going to provide for sick ones that I'm caring for? And yet in it all, Isaiah 43 says, But now thus says the Lord God who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. Psalm 32 verse 7 says, You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. It talks about the fact that God is our refuge, our strength, that we can run to him, that we can hide in him but also from that place of refuge and strength. He is a strong tower and he's our deliverer. And those the songs of deliverance that he lays on our heart, that we continue to praise him, we continue to look to him because he's the author and the finisher of our faith, that we can have faith in this imperfect world, in a perfect God who knows everything that's about to happen because he is sovereign God and that we can trust him, trust him in the unknown which for so many of us who like to be able to control our worlds, that unknown is, is the very thing that triggers fear and anxiety in our lives and we need not be concerned about our future when we're walking in him. You see, he holds us in the palm of his hand. He knows how many hairs are on our heads. He knows the plans he has for us and he is able to do more than we ever think. So it's trusting him in these times that we're living in. Ephesians 2 verse 6 says he has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're seated in those heavenly places with him. We're seated above our circumstance. 
We've got to get the God perspective on our world and what's happening in our world. We've got to become proactive, not reactive, so that we can filter everything that's happening in the world through the God lens. We can zoom in with that God lens and say, Lord, what is happening and why is this happening and what do you want me to know and what do I need to be aware of and how do you want me to navigate this this day? Because each day has enough of its own, as it says in Matthew 6, 33. Do not worry about tomorrow, but to, to worry about anything is not the way God wants us to live our lives, but seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So bringing all of our circumstances, those of our families, our loved ones, those of our workmates, those that are part of our world, our friends, bringing those those people into your prayer life, lifting it to God so that everyone that we love and care for, we can lay at the feet of, the, of Jesus, the Saviour, the one who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask. And we need not have that fear. He has redeemed us. He has called us by name. We are his. And he has that perfect plan for each and every life that um, of, of each of our lives as well. So seeking him, seeking him and asking him to show us what's happening. What are we to do? What is our responsibility and what is not our responsibility? Um, I've always prayed the prayer. Vic, Pastor Vic and I always used to pray, Lord, let them ask the questions of us that we will have the hope that God says that whenever they ask of us, we will be able to give an answer concerning the hope that we have. And that hope is Jesus. The hope is the fact that Jesus is our Saviour and our Lord. He's given us his Holy Spirit. He's left his peace with us. And when we look at the Holy Spirit, when we understand the person of the Holy Spirit, we can know that that perfect peace that passes all understanding is ours to hold. And we can really press into God in these times. In lockdown, there's, I, I really sense that the silver lining in the cloud is the fact that we can have that uninterrupted time with God unless you've got lots of little children <laughs> around you which so many of you have but yet we are not having those distractions of our world coming in on us except through the media and we have the power to control what we take in on board and what we don't so having lockdown in our home situations can be an incredibly empowering thing for each and every one of us. We need to know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And when he has given us that power by the power of his spirit, he's given us his word that we can wash and renew our minds so that we are having the God ideas, not the good ideas, having the God perspective, not the human perspective, but not being so far removed from reality so that we understand the reality that people are feeling, the underst we understand what they're going through, and that compassion, the love of God would rise up in our hearts so we can reach out to those around us who really need to hear the hope of Jesus and that he is the one. He is the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask. He is is the one who can direct our paths and, and it says in Isaiah also you will hear that voice behind you saying this is the way walk ye in it so when you see these things coming against you and when you feel the oppression that the world is under at the moment lift it to God say Lord God I need to hear you in this I need to see you in this I need to know your good and perfect plan for me in this moment in this very moment what you would have me do what you would have me say what you don't want me to do and what you don't want me to say and trusting in God because he is the God of hope. We need to be reaching out and loving each other. 
So for those who, who are living on their own, you know, that presents a different set of parameters as well because we don't want anyone to feel isolated or shut off from the rest of us. And so, you know, in your world, pray about who it is that you need to reach out to, who you need to send a text to, who you need to make a phone call to, who you need to be praying for and interceding for in a, in a greater dimension who you need to be really aware of in your world so that, you know, you can reach out and love on people and encourage people and um, that you can share Jesus and, and the hope that you have and the things he's showing you in these quiet moments um, and be such an encouragement and a blessing to the world around you. You see, this hasn't taken God by surprise. He's He knows exactly the beginning from the end and everything in between. But through it all, it's a time for the church to rise up. It's a time for the church to really be about his business in these moments. It's a time for us to really shine Jesus and shine that love that he has for us and for everyone that ever lived and is ever living in this world. He knows exactly what he wants to do through this. And so that Fear and uncertainty doesn't dictate our our mood, our actions or our activity. We know that we can trust in the one who has died for us. We can trust in Jesus, the one who laid his life down for us. And we know that through it all, he is our firm foundation. We can build upon him and know that his plans for us are good, not for evil to give us a future and a hope when we seek him with all our heart. The scripture in John 14 today talks about his promise of peace and it goes on later to say in the chapter, talk about the promise of the Holy Spirit, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you and the power of the Holy Spirit is with us today to show us the things that in the natural we can't understand and in the natural we can't see and yet in God we know that he will speak to us and make us aware of the things that we need to be aware of. What an incredible promise. But he has also given us that his spirit so that we can still know joy in the midst of circumstances, that we can walk in peace in the days we're living in without fear, without sickness and disease or lack, or if we are sick or if there is lack, we can come to him in joy knowing he is our Abba Father and he wants to bless and he wants to encourage us. But he also wants to put in our hearts those creative ideas to think outside the square, not limit him by our finite minds, but allow his infinite, infinite goodness to flow through us and those creative ideas to flow in ways that we can be blessed and be a blessing to others and especially to our, our community um, who are doing it so hard. So many are doing it so hard. We put our times in his hands and when we are in his will, we can trust him 100% knowing that his will is good for us. But how often do we become anxious about the ones we love and about the things that we want to do and how uncomfortable is life when there are such uncertainties in our daily life and that's the reality of it. We are people of the word, we're people of his spirit, we're people of the book and yet so many, even amongst the believing world, are plagued by worry and fear and doubts. And so for us who are not struggling with those things, we need to really be praying for each other and we really need to be encouraging each other, reaching out and um, supporting each other. Philippians 4, 6 to 8 says, Be anxious for nothing. 
but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So that peace of God is available for us, and it's despite all the things that's happening, surpassing the understanding, and that's surpassing your natural mind and your natural thought processes. It becomes a supernatural thing, that peace of God that he's promised for us as we keep our eyes on him. Then it goes on in that that scripture and says in verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And that's saying think about the good things. Have a grateful heart. Have a thankful heart. Think about the wonderful things you see around you. Think about the fact that you've even woken up today because so many haven't. Think about your health. Think about the health of your family. Think about the fact that every day brings us new hope and fresh joy that we can walk in, not bowed down by the fears and the concerns of what's happening in our world. But just think about those things. Meditate on it. Sometimes we get so hung up on the things that we worry about that even our conversation, it's not just worrying about things, but our conversation, our words can become negative. Our words can be faithless. Our words can be full of concerns. But God wants us to operate in faith every day, not just when we're under stress, every day having faith in the one, the one who died for us. Whatever things are lovely, think about those things. Think about the good things in your life. Think about the blessings in your life. You know, God wants us to not deny the concerns but to bring them to him. We've got to be people that are so connected with our world that we can bring our world to God in prayer so that he will show us the things that he wants us to know about. There are decisions that we all need to make in the weeks and the months that are ahead as well. And my prayer is that each one of us will seek God for his purpose and plan throughout those decisions, that we won't be led by fear or uncertainty or doubt, but in the changing times we'll have our feet firmly planted on the rock of our salvation, that we will have our feet firm on the foundation of life in God, Jesus his Son and the Holy Spirit who will lead us and guide us in the things that we need to do and show us the strategies that we need in moving forward, that we would be a light in our community, that we would be a practical help in our community, first with those who are part of the household of God, but then reaching out with the help that only we can give in Christ to our our community. Bringing that reality into the God zone bringing that reality of stuff that's happening and filtering it through God's word by his spirit and not losing our joy, knowing that God has created us to walk in his joy, but being sensitive to everything that's happening around us as well. I just want to quickly look at Matthew 6 again. Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. But your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today we do today and we do it in the joy that God has given us, seeking first his kingdom, walking in his purpose for each and every day, looking beyond ourselves to see the needs of others and what we can do to help in any given situation. Sometimes it's as simple a thing as sending a text, a phone call just to encourage someone. See, God wants us to shine in these days and it's time for the church to rise and shine and be the solution that God has us to to be in our community, in our world, in our families and beyond. So if you make Jesus your Saviour and Lord and you seek him, if you fully commit your life to him, even if you are a believer, but if you are struggling with doubts and fears and uncertainty, make it today the day where you would say, Lord Jesus, I lay everything down at your feet and I take hold of you with a fresh measure of faith that you're going to place in my heart now to believe you for all you want to do in me and all that you want to do through me because that's seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness and it begins in the, in the heart of every single one of us as God touches our lives and gives us that assurance that he is in control of everything that's happening we can then see beyond our natural realm into the spirit and what he wants to do in us and through us Psalm 37 verse 25 says I was young and now I am old well nearly and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. God always provides for us. You see, it's not always the way that we figure it's going to happen. But in changing times, things happen differently. And making the best of any situation, being flexible and adaptable so that when the winds of change blow, we can bend in the breeze and not snap off at the ankles and not get blown away on the, on the enormity of what's happening around us. And that scripture in Psalm 37 talks about longevity of life, how we can know long life and how God always looks after his own that we should be generous and look out for those in our world that we can help in the times of change. We see God as our refuge and our strength and our solution in everything. I'm going to close soon, but I really want to read Psalm 46 to you this morning. This has spoken to me so much, particularly in the last year. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah, and that word in Hebrew, Selah, means pause and reflect, have a stop and think about what you've just read. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. 
He breaks the bow and he cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah, be still. Be still, church. Wait on him. He's got you in the palm of his hand. He's got this situation. Be God's answer for someone. Let's see with the eyes of faith and be responsive to what God is saying to us so that we can be his solution in our world. The world needs to know that the hope that we have, it's not us, but it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. The world needs to experience the love of God through us. And the world needs to know that the God that we serve is a kind and loving God. So kind and so loving that he sent his only son to die in our place. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but would have eternal life. And that's the promise that we have. And that promise is available for you if you don't know him today and you're listening to this message online that you can know Jesus as Saviour and Lord, that you can know the hope that we talk about, that you can know that God is not finished with your life, that there is a purpose and a plan for your life, that you can know that without any shadow of doubt, that God is a wondrous God and he loves you so completely, 100%. The world needs to know that the loving God that we serve is the answer for everything. Let's be the answer, church, in this world we're living in. Pray for God to use every single one of us in the situation. Pray that God will give us opportunities to share his love and also in practical ways that we can do what he asks of us in this time that he will flow through us, that he will touch through us and that we would do it in joy and gladness of heart, serving God. And just like Esther, that we could say that we've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this, that the church will shine and we are the body of Christ. Amen. So hope in him, hope in his word, thank him for his presence with you daily. Thank him for the God perspective that when things come at you, that he can show you the truth, what you need to know, what you need to do, what you need to lay at the foot of the cross and not pick up and worry about, how you need to respond to the current times that we're living in. And as we ask for wisdom, word says that if we ask, he will give it in abundance. We need the wisdom of God to navigate the paths that we're walking in at this time. So let's pray. If you don't know him, Romans 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We're going to pray now. And as we do, if you want to reach out and make Jesus Saviour and Lord, there's no time like the present to do it. Reach out to him. 
He loves you. He died for you. Let's pray, people. Heavenly Father, I just pray for those who are online. I pray, Father God, for those listening to the sound of your voice this morning through me. Lord, that they would reach out and say, Lord Jesus, be my saviour. Wash me, cleanse me, forgive my sins. I'm scared, I'm uncertain, I'm discouraged. My hope is diminishing. And yet, in the midst of all of this, I ask you to be my saviour and my Lord. I ask you to exchange my weakness for your strength, my hopelessness for your hope, that you would encourage me today and show me the path that I need to walk on today as I commit my life to you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died for me, that you are not in the grave, you rose again, and because you live, I can live an eternal life with you. Forgive me, wash me, take my life, be the Lord of my life, be my saviour, be my salvation. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. I pray, Father God, for all of those that are listening today, that you would encourage them that your peace would be so available for each one. I pray, Father God, that as things happen around them, they would reach out to you and in prayer and through your word, you would show them the things they need to be aware of, the things they need to do, how they need to draw to you, Lord God, how they need to be so close to you in these times. And Father, that we would all be so responsive to the sound of your voice, that we would hear that voice behind us saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. And Lord God, as we hear your voice and your prompts, we would be obedient to you. Let us be the church that you have made us to be for the days that we're living in. Let us be the hope in our community, for our family, for our friends, for our world that we live in. Let us exalt Jesus in our midst and let us, Lord God, walk in the joy that is ours as your children. We commit this all into your hands in the perfect and the the wondrous and the awesome name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. And we thank you for all you're doing. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, please get in touch with us. The details will come up on the screen afterwards. Email us or find us and let us know how we can help you in your walk. But for those of us who already know you and... Um, Lord, I, I just I just pray, Lord, for everyone that you would meet every need that each one has. And Lord God, that your peace would be so available for each dear one today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening today, church. We'll be in touch through the week and keep you um, up to date with everything that's happening and praying that we can get together in the church the building next week but if not we'll do whatever God wants us to do we'll be creative we'll be open to his leading and his guiding and we will be in prayer for every single one of you God bless you and keep you and we'll see you next week Amen Thanks for listening to this week's message If you enjoyed today's podcast make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons if you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 